Last time on Lawful Stupid. As you were escorting the Carusos through the woods, Leader Caruso was shot by an arrow. We left where three individuals that you now see as half-orcs, and the leader says, Sorry about that. An explanation is in order. Well, let's see here. If you just come back to my camp, no. you'll want to come peacefully. And he, like, winks subtly. Come with me. I'm really sorry about that act before. Here's, here's the deal. We've killed our fair share of people, but we don't like doing that. So here's what we do. It's fake. It's all just an illusion. We've got a proposition for you. Something easy that will help make the boys think you're dead, but also give us a little bit of a little bit of fun in the time. You meet up with the camp between the canyon and between the lake, and you see where this grass from the flood in Junga is still down. You are very close to the mountains that you suspect it come from. Uh, and the leader says, oh, oh, oh. Uh, thank you, boys. Thank you. And, and, and lady, thank you so much for... Well, helping us get through, we couldn't have done it without you. There are no boys here. You know how they make people men, right? Mustaches. Dusk approaches as Director Housen, in his very unimpressive office, looks at a large window at the top of the Haven Bay University and peers out at the numerous ships coming in and out of port. There's a knock at the door. Come in, Dr. Housen says. Agent Sly steps into the room. So I'm reporting to give you the information you ask about. Yes, yes, come on in, sit down. Agent Sly gives a typical greeting, crossing her arms in an X in front of her body and then bowing to Director Housen. He repeats this to her. As they both sit down, she begins to open up a pamphlet and read some things. The rector would seem that Group 3 is doing the best of all the groups. So it seems they have some unorthodox ways of working with one another. It would seem that they are still uh, exceeding our expectations. One thing that we did not expect in Junga is that they would have to fight a, a marsh worm. Director Housen raises an eyebrow at this. A marsh worm? Yes, a marsh worm. And they survived. Is this is the most important thing? They did very well against the worm. At least that is what um, Shankar tells me. So he was a big help in that. But he says that they did most of the work. Impressive. Go on. I have the notes from Breeze here, if you would like to hear them, sir. Of course. But first, tell me, how is Breeze doing? He seems to be doing very well. He is still enjoying things up by himself. Um, we hear from him when we need to. Other than that, you know he stays off the radar. Right, right. Yes, go on with the three. Breeze reports that William seems to be the leader of the group, and but he doesn't understand quite what he has with Eshi as a power. That's you know that is his uh, inspiration for magic, um, what we call his patron. Um, but he does not understand yet what she is, and it, it seems that she also does not understand what she is. Hmm. Okay. Understood. Yes, and then there is uh, Miss B. She seems to be the glue of the group. So when, when things get out of hand, she has the level head. She makes some most of the, the decisions that would, would guide them in the right direction. She also seems to be a source of comfort and direction for the boys. And then finally, Lucian. It seems here that he needs to be corrupted, is what, what the Bree says in the report. He's too pure. And that he, he doesn't quite understand the realities of the world. As this is his first time being in the real world. And so, uh, Breeze here says that Nova's tenants hold him back. That he could be very powerful. Well, it seems that you've put together a team that can do very well. Yes, I went to great extremes to study these three and specifically put them together. Hmm. So it would seem that Team 3, this, and Director Housen flips to the list of names again, this William, Miss B, and Lucian, and he looks back up to Agent Sly. They will be the team. This seems to be the case, sir. Just then, there's a knock at the door. As a man we've seen before, with greasy black hair and a ponytail, glasses, and a white lab coat, steps in. It's none other than Dr. Ryan. In his hands, he holds a, a folder full of papers that are neatly stacked. And something else that is sitting on top of it, this gem that seems to give out this powerful red light. Uh, uh, sir, I'm. Uh, it seems we have found uh, another dragon scale, and so that puts us at a, a total of four dragon scales. Mm -hmm. And which ones do we have, Dr. Ryan? 
Uh, we have the Pagoma scale. We have the Chinook Nova. And, and now, as he holds up this red scale, a uh, the Hephaestus scale. And what on movement of the Catacomb Isles? He looks to Agent Sly as he asks this question. The ground troops uh, require reinforcements, sir. It seems that these bodies are getting up more and more all the time in bigger groups. It's getting worse as people begin to come back. Director Housen takes a deep breath and sighs slowly. Does Knight Jeremiah report any variations in the assets that we have stored currently? Uh, no, no, sir. All normal. Um, though those sparks of life have come from from Abel much sooner than normal, but he, he has not yet awoken. And and Knight Jeremiah keep, keeps a close watch on that for for just the time when when it should happen. Hmm. Keep me updated on Group Three, Agent Sly. Let all the field agents know to pay special attention to this group. At that time, Agent Sly gestures once more by crossing her arms in an X in front of her chest. She bows and quickly exits. For a moment, there is silence between Director Housen and Dr. Ryan. Dr. Ryan begins to shift nervously, as if waiting for the tension to be broken. Director Housen speaks first. Doctor, what do we have timeline-wise before the group awakes and we can't do anything to save ourselves? Uh, Sir, I'd say based on the calculations I've put together as he begins to flip through papers, some falling to the ground uh, in typical fashion. Uh, It it looks like one year at this point, sir. And he looks down as if that answer was not a good answer. Doctor, I say that we have six months to get the rest of these scales. Your thoughts? Dr. Ryan simply nods. Director Housen walks around his desk over to Dr. Ryan. And he grabs his arm, and there on Dr. Ryan's wrist is some sort of device, almost like a computer. Director Housen pushes a few buttons on Dr. Ryan's bracelet. All right, Doctor, I've just given you access to all the resources you might need to pull in order to make this mission successful. We're good from here on out. Uh, oh, uh, thank you, uh, Director. And he turns to leave. As Dr. Ryan is just about to reach the door, Director Housen speaks up again. Oh, and Doctor... Any news on Starbright? Any more visions? Dr. Ryan hesitates, drops his head, and shakes his head no. Uh, none, Director, but but that, that doesn't mean he, he isn't around, of course, and I, I keep uh, extremely accurate notes uh, anytime I, I do have visions or, or hear, anything, uh, hear anything about him. Gotcha, Doctor. Just let me know if anything changes, yeah? Uh, of course, Director. The door closes behind Dr. Ryan. And Director Housen walks back over to his desk, presses a button on a device, and a voice that we know comes through. Oh, good afternoon, Director. Yes, it is good to hear from you, Misery. I haven't spoken to you in some time, as you know we stay busy. Yeah, no worries, Director. What can I do for you? Misery, I need you to send your team as soon as they get back from the field to my office for debrief. All right, that, uh, uh, Director. And Misery? Yes, sir. They may be our last chance to save Novoterra. You leave the Carusos to travel on without you, knowing that they're safe, and they've made their way safely through, and they're going to be heading to the town of Harlow on their way to uh, Red Eye of the West. Presumably the denizens, because you didn't see any of them trailing behind, have made it made it beyond ahead of this um, ahead of the Carusos, as discussed prior. And so now, you're back on the trail. The trail is hot, and by hot, I mean it's wet, because the... Moist, <laughs> some would say. The flood has still knocked wait, wait, the grass wait, wait, down, wait, wait, and so wait, you're able wait, to keep wait, following wait, this trail. And that's what we're talking about. Um, I would like to slowly enter the uh, the wet and slick path, uh, and then maybe like exit, and then maybe enter again. And you're going to be exit? sloppy if you do that. Can you roll <laughs> uh, a sloppy roll for me? I will. I actually, yeah, you'll, you'll see this in D and D Beyond. Okay. Uh, my modifier for sloppy is four million. You are. I'm the sloppiest, dirtiest boy. Yeah, you're pretty sloppy. Okay, yeah, you're pretty sloppy if you do that. Yep, I'll be sloppy. 
Uh, we follow this path, this like waterway. That's what I said. Uh, as you do, the the trail begins to ascend. Um, small hills at first. Uh, the incline is growing. It's getting much more difficult to uh, to climb this this area. The trails here are beginning to diminish. Uh, and you realize people aren't taking this as much, but this is where the water, the trail of the flood, is taking you. Um, top of this mountain is going to be another day or so, so at night you are forced to camp out. Um, we'll just speak through this real quick. Who's going to be my first lookout? I will. Can you roll a d20 for me for perception? I will roll a d20 for you for perception. I rolled a 12. Uh, good enough. Uh, just in the outskirts of your camp, uh, maybe within the bounds of, of that, that campfire that you have, you ever see one of those little metallic spiders just on the outside of that perimeter looking at you. And you, when you make con- eye contact with it, it skitters away quickly. Nothing else happens. Who's up next? Be, be gone from here, you metallic fiend, and tell the rest <laughs> of your friends out there they'll find no bounty at this camp. He still has the mustache on. <laughs> Miss B will go next. Uh, well, I, he doesn't realize the mustache is gone when Garrett went to sleep. <laughs> oh, so you're so confident William. you don't even know it. He does. He, uh, what did I say? Garrett. Garrett. I think. You're not Garrett. That guy's dead. <laughs> Miss B will go next. Roll a perception check for me. <laughs> that will be a 24. Okay, uh, you too. Uh, and this time it's a little bit closer for you. It's within... There is an odd symbol um, that you see on this metallic spider. And it's like it hasn't sensed you looking at it yet. Uh, I don't know if you want to make a move to, to go over to it. Uh... Could I stealth my way over to, to spook it? Um, you're going to need to roll with a disadvantage for me, but yes, we can try. I will try. Well, the lowest is a 13 or the other a 15, so with stealth, that'll be a dirty 20. Uh, okay, you're able to get over onto right above it. You're looking down on this. Um, it, it, it is just basically a metal spider, and it doesn't seem to have noticed you standing over it. Mm. I would like to use my rapier and stab it to see if I can get it stuck in the ground. Just like pin it. Okay, roll an attack for me. Sounds good. Let me just pull up metallic spider I created on D&D Beyond. <laughs> it lets out a screech. Uh, Mama spider's coming. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that'll be another dirty 20. Yeah, you stab it through. Um, and as you do, you hear... Oh, go back up. Yeah, as you do, and then it, and it just—it doesn't even have a really big, just enough to like send gears and sprockets, uh, parts of this thing flying around the campfire. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about sprocket. Go ahead. It is the name of the mascot of the Rocket City Trash Pandas. This episode the, is brought to you by Minor League Rock, Baseball. The Rocket City Trash Pandas, greatest team in all of Minor League Baseball. They have not played any games yet, but we look forward to it soon. Amen. Uh, William, go ahead and roll that perception for me as, as the, the morning approaches. Sure. Uh, when I start my uh, watch, I'm going to cast as a ritual Unseen Servant, and then I'll do my perception check. It's 10! Um, yeah, you don't, you don't notice anything that day or at night. There's nothing of note. Perfect. I command my unseen servant to uh, clean up the camp and stuff like that as I'm on my watch. That is so thoughtful of you. Read up. Inspiration for saving the planet. I'm getting you to get inspiration for that. That is, that is a way to go, Dwayne. Saving the planet. Uh, you clean up. You pack up. And then uh, I, I guess my, my thing is I always feel like you guys have to like talk or something, but I'm just going to send you on your way. 
I think Lucian is like awoken by this invisible servant trying to roll up his like sleeping bag for him. <laughs> <laughs> ah, thank you, phantom friend. You can call him Steve, it's fine. They have names too. Ah, Steven, thank you, my lad. Uh, I remember I... when I was but a young skullduggerist. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's less than an hour old, but yeah. <laughs> was I able to collect You've... some of the sprockets? Because I would like to show the boys. Yeah, I think absolutely. Um, it Some of it's burned beyond recognition, but yeah, there's some gears and some things in there that... Uh, Devin was picking his nose. Scratching the outside. You'll know what mm-hmm. I'm picking, bro. But yes, you're successful. I saw one of those spiders last night. Ah, me too. <laughs> she shows, like, the broken gears, and I broke it. Oh. You should be more gentle with your toys. Um, what is that? Uh, now Some sort of broken gears. Some sort of mechanical spider. So you said there was a symbol on it. attempted to frighten me, but... Is it still there? No, she gone. Okay. (laughs) Have I ever seen any machinations like this? I mean, you guys have seen uh, in the world that you've explored, there are a number of things that use the same, like, gears and pulleys and and just that that kind of whole system. That's the only only words I know. But like (laughs) this, though... Like these um, little spiders. Not on this small of a scale. This is okay. this is pretty small, to, to and very intricate. You know, like hmm. watchmaker difficulty. Gotcha. He looks at it. That's uh, that's pretty impressive. What a fucking nerd. Is it possible that someone's after the same thing we are? Are we being watched or? No, indubitably. Yes, good. They can see how a real man acts. And so, uh, <laughs> William straightens his face. <laughs> I concur. Yes. Indubitably. Avon? Yes, us men. Burly and strong. <laughs> Miss B will stand up straight and hold her arms behind her back. Like, very proud and tall. Ah, yes, very Bur- manly and amazing. It is Are important we moving on to know, now? for anybody who draws this scene, as everybody talks, <laughs> William gives each of them a mustache, and he can only do one at a time, so it's like constantly shifting. <laughs> it's just bouncing around. No, it's, you know what's a fun game? Uh, when you put a mustache uh, out of paper, and you tape it to your TV screen, and anytime it lines up with somebody's face, you drink. Oh, nice. That is a fun game. It's a fun game. Do it. This episode brought to you by TV Mustaches. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by TV Mustache Drinking Game. Yes. Let's get crunk. Let's get crunk 2021. <laughs> uh, but yes, we can move on. Follow me. You travel, and the, the, the path is, is weary and a little sweaty. But you make it finally to what seems to be kind of like the top of this mountain, kind of leveled out a little bit more. And you can hear in the distance the sound of water splashing into more water. And it's probably about a hundred yards from you that you can see now at the top of this mountain and what seems to be in a bowl shape, a lake of sorts. All right. Interesting. Interesting that there would be a lake, a body of still water, yet we hear so much of you. I'll roll a perception check. Everybody or just him? Everyone. Fifteen. I rolled a six. Eighteen. Everyone save Lucian. You smell what smells like a little bit of poop, a little bit of sewage smell wafting off this water. Boy, am I glad to have failed this roll. <laughs> Everyone who succeeded gets to smell poop. 
Hmm. Lucian is over here just smelling musk. Am I the only one who smells poor people? Like, as a hobby? No. <laughs> poor Just in people? general. Yeah, poor people. <laughs> I, like, I, like, wafted up to Lucian. I'm, like, wafting air to him. No, I- it's blocked by my mustache. <laughs> I think the better term for it is kind of smells like shit. <laughs> she calls it like yeah. she sees it. I said what hey, I said. You can't shit a shitter. Oh, well, there must be some sort of sewage or something. You guys remember that weird guy that was like a poor man's Elon Musk back in the village? Pretty sure he's pumping shit into the I, lake. I th Do you mean renowned orc scientist Elon Tusk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I it's mean... Boris? Boris? Yes. I'll be honest. No. Yeah, pretty sure he's up to this. He's pumping shit up here. He's just pumping the shit <laughs> My evil plan, pump shit uphill. Sounds good on paper. <laughs> it's gotta go somewhere. Why go through all the trouble to make it go up? It's just like we have to put this shit somewhere. Here, the sacred, the sacred have temple. Try to make sense of a villain's plan. They spend like an hour telling people how intricate it is. You could have just shot the people, you know. Ah, oh, cool. Um, I guess we just keep going, though, right? Yeah, let's let's Even go up the like shit shit. hill. <laughs> yeah, climb shit mountain. Cool campaign, Devin. <laughs> Took okay. me months to dream of this. <laughs> I want to wrap up my dress shit. up higher, please. Oh my it took god! Me months. <laughs> That's <laughs> the best I could do. It took me. Can months. I find a fucking? I got this idea on the John of all places. Can you find? <laughs> can I find awesome. a shit Sherpa? Some kind of. <laughs> Shart shaman to guide me up this mountain. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, what's the worst possible situation you want one person could find themselves in? And I thought, well, cloudy water. Hey, I'm gonna use vegetation like to make my suit smell like uh, fucking flowers, I, so I don't have to smell. This I shit think anymore. you mean sealed in a barrel of horse piss. Oof, it hits me deep. That's the worst one. You're walking along this crappy lake. We call it crappy because the fish. There's a lot of crappy in it. Wait, are we are we going up Shit Creek? Because we did not bring paddles. No, like crap lake. Oh, okay. Lake. You also are paddleless, <laughs> and you see this gigantic, out of place. Uh, I mean, probably gave you a good twenty feet tall turlet, as big as it is around stone. And you can see Stone that the toilet. top of it is, is cut off, um, and that it's it appears to be, and you don't know how far down, hollowed out. Mm -hmm. A basin, like a large turlet. Yes. Like the tank of a toilet. The toilet mm -hmm. tank. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh. Hmm. Well, mm -hmm. Lucian, do you want to mm -hmm. go up there and just take a take a little look, sees for us? Yeah, well, when there needs to be getting done, those who do stuff get to doing. Yeah, real men would climb up there and look, look in it. Just a real man wouldn't hesitate, and that's why I'm not hesitating. I'm climbing right on up there. My hero. This episode brought to you by Toxic Masculine. One thing we love at Lawful Stupid, among the other things we love at Lawful Stupid, is spreading the word about your business. Or maybe you want to tell your sweet, sweet grandma that you love her for the world to hear. We want to give you that chance. If you're a business and want to get your services on the air, 
or just want to tell a loved one a personal message, head on over to lawfulstupid.org forward slash message in a bottle. There you can take around 250 words to say what you want. Business ads are $20. Personal ads are 10 Tell the world what you have to hear with Lawful Stupid's message in a bottle. As you approach the the large basin, there there is a a gnome in overalls and a plaid shirt, long beard, straw hat that comes out from around the other side of this basin. He can, he's kind of like wiping his hands off, you know, as if he's just finished, like a, like got dirt on his hand or something. And he says, "Well, I guess it's time to." And he sees you guys. He goes, oh, "What are y'all doing here? What are y'all doing here?" I cut your jib, but I ask you first. I like the cut of your jib, but what are y'all doing here? And so he does like a wax on move. I, I asked you twice. <laughs> I follow up. Like the other hand, and then he does what's called uh, the booty scooty. He turns his butt towards you and like sort of shakes it a little bit. I, I, no, that's a that's against the teachings of the Lord. Oh, you are okay. I just been up here so long. I don't know what's real and what ain't. Welcome. <laughs> I, I, some... I ain't done nothing but breathe poo vapors for 40 years. Oh, I'm nose blind by now. I don't even notice it anymore. How, how do you? Thanks for... Are you, did you come to visit? Did the, the mayor send you? No, why would the mayor send us? Why wouldn't he? I guess because I've been requesting some company, you know, better food, just pretty much anything else keep me uh, occupied while I'm up here doing the job. Like flooding the town? That's your job? No, no, sir. Nothing like that. I just, I'm, I'm tending to this lake. He said we're, we're clean. It's a year to clean out the lake, and that's what I've been doing. But you gotta, you gotta fill. See this, this magical stone he's placed here. Fills of water. Uh, takes two or three weeks, and I magically, I use my magic to dump it into this lake, and eventually it fills up, pours over. But I'm getting all the gross stuff out. Yeah, then flooding the city below. No, sir. It, it it hits the canyon on the way down. It's it's fine. It, I made sure because I didn't want that to happen. Nope. It floods the city. What are you talking about? That's where I came from. Can can you refresh my memory, Devin? Um, did did the flood water smell of 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 shit of shite? Smell yeah, faintly of real bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, that's pretty cut and dry then, I, sir. <laughs> but I'm just pretty darn confused because I mean uh, how long have you been up here a couple months now two three months they, they hired me and it's good wages to tell you what better than farming down there yeah and so no this adds up and you said the mayor great um well you're going to come with us okay that seems well why what's going on you're what we call a witness to um, a crime, mostly flooding the city um, and bolstering the mayor's uh, reputation. You're going to have to back up. So I've... This water here has been flooding Junga. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you've been flooding your town with shit water. Oh, my. And he's, he takes his hat off, kind of brings it to his chest, takes a deep breath and, like, falls back. And he's like, my family's in town. How long... Oh, not anymore. No, what? no, that you're there. No, hey, they're. I mean, <coughs> they're probably fine. Yeah, probably, but the water got pretty high, and he's pretty short. So, um, all the same, we should you should come back and check. He starts. Cry- he starts crying. <laughs> I can't. Like, you, you, a problem. You, you absolutely cannot. New new rule, William. You cannot tell a man that he drowned his family in shit water. I'll never live. You know what? You know what, Lucian? That's a very good point. I won't, won't tell another man that he drowned his family in shit water ever again. Yeah, please um, don't. Please, so I didn't please catch never, your name. It was me. Quit blubbering. What did you say your name was? They're fine. They're fine. It was a test. What? You love them. I do love. Them. My name's Sean. 
Sean. Okay, thanks, Sean. Um, again, how, how does this feel fill up? Is that a... Uh, do you do something? Is it just magic? Are you sure my family's okay? If like, you just tell me that, so I'll calm down and yeah, talk no, to you great. like an old person. Look at me. Would I lie to you? I smile. And I look over. He looks over to Lucian. <laughs> Who's nodding profusely. Uh, he says you... And, and he looks. then he looks over to Miss B. Are you guys lying to me? Don't look at her. That's rude. You didn't ask. Okay, so let me just be very clear. I don't think uh, that your family is hurt. But I also have no proof. No, listen. Your family is not hurt. They just smell really bad. There have been That's no reported deaths, so we should be fine. Oh, your house just yeah, smells. No. Your your house probably just smells of shit. Well, kind of always did. Yeah, anyway. it's so, awful. Anyways, uh, I gotta get back with you. So you said, how does it work? Well, I I I've just been waiting. Yep. It just magically feels all the time. If it if it's pointed up, mm-hmm. it feels magically with water, and then I just use my magic to tip it over. That's it. Over and okay, over again. Okay, but if it fills all the way to the tippy top, does it does it flow over or does it like stop? It stops until you pour it. Stops. It stops. That's why I'm here. Okay, I gotta, great. I gotta, so you're done here. You're done. Don't pour it. Don't tip it over anymore. Okay. That's how you kill your family. You haven't so far. Uh, so kudos. You keep saying but that. Also, I don't really like how you're putting it because you just keep saying. Well, that's fine. But also. Why are you doing this short of being paid? Like that's it. Better pay. I don't have to be in the sun, like slaving away all day, working hard, tilling up ground. I just use my magic. Sure. Tip this over. But why is the water shitty? Yeah, I don't know, man. It ain't. Question. It ain't the water in here. It's just. I think he said there's something underneath the lake. Makes it stinky, and that's what I was doing. Is, is filtering that out. What's under the lake? No, I don't know. See, I just said it's just some stinky layer that's there, and I have to filter it out. Uh, you think someone's pumping poop up here? I don't know, man. I haven't seen nobody. It's just been me. That's why I was happy to see y'all until you keep telling me my family's dead, and I really just wish I never met you. Let me just ask you a real quick question. Um, did, did you tell your family what job you got before you left? Well, I, I wasn't too sure um, what to call it. I just, you know, mayor came to my house personally. And he said, Sean, you're the man for the job. One, because I got the magics to do it. Two, because he knew I was reliable. I'm up before the sun and, I, I, and I'm, I'm up long after it goes away. And so I am the man for the job. I'm reliable. No, but I was just asking because I was thinking like, you're Timmy, three and a half years old thought you were going to go play today, and then you're drowning in shit water. Well, I mean, it kind of stinks, but it ain't that bad. No, you're drowning in literal shit I'm water. Not dr- I, you- I just dumped the water. Now, I, the flooding's new to me. I did not know that. That is new to me. Well, I was just thinking, like, the worst thought you can have is like, oh, didn't my dad just say he was going to go be shit white guy? My father did this to me, so at least that didn't happen, and you uh, should take comfort sir, in that. You keep saying, like, things that make me think... Right. Have you looked at the bottom of this ocean by chance? The motion of the ocean? It's um Yes. I mean you, of this lake. It's just pretty you can't really see the bottom. It's the no. I guess what But so you have no idea what's under here? It'd be anything. I, I don't I don't got no idea. Hmm. Hmm. Well, all right. Well, well, I guess you're coming with us. Yeah, then. I gotta see what's going hey, on in the family. Um, I have an idea. I I think we need to address the root cause of the issue here. Okay. Um, and get rid of the thing that makes everything stinky. That's probably. I mean. <coughs> I mean, that's probably what's causing. Please take this mustache away from me. It's a curse. All right. Please. Yeah, I'm, and I Sean rips it, it away. Off. I got you, bud. Thank you. Thank goodness. Doesn't hold up to inspection. It's an illusion. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, so we probably need to get to the bottom of this lake. Uh, and I th- and so we need to see what's down there. And I had an idea. Uh, I'm not sure if you would be willing to, William. Okay. If it involves me going into shit lake. It does not involve it, go you on. going into shit lake, I promise. Okay. I'm more interested. So... Hey, can you do me a favor, uh, Sean? Uh-huh. Can you cover your ears and, like, hum a little song? Uh, which, uh, what, what song is good? Uh, the Rosa Alabama. Rosa Alabama. Oh, uh. <laughs> 
Uh, so, hey, um, you know how that pin of yours, it can, it can, like, see and do stuff, and it's, like, deshi, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if, could you maybe throw the pin in the lake? And then, Ooh, and then, and then, and then, and then, yeah, no, you're almost there. One time. And then, and then, um, she would sink to the bottom and she would be able to see everything. And then you can just bip her back. Mm, that's not how it works. I can't just boop her back. Um, All right. I could just create yeah, a new one and yeah. ask for a new one. Um, yeah, no, uh, just one more momento. Um, one, one more there, verse, Sean. Thank you, verse, same as first. Uh, so I want to ask Eshi, um, hey, Devin, I need you to be able to hear. Uh, hey, hey, Eshi. Mm, looks like someone needs me. Uh, yes, unfortunately, um, hey, you can, like, pass through matter, right? As a matter of fact, I can. Yeah. Do you think you could swim to the bottom of this here shit lake and determine what's down there for me? Ooh. Sure. Okay, great. You just asked her to swim down into so shit lake? So, here... Uh, but I think... She passes to me. I don't know how this works with your pin. This is new territory for me. Oh, uh, first of all, the pin's not going down there. Unless... Unless you tell me it needs to. Yeah. <laughs> She's a patron, like she's not. So she. Like, you realize the pen is her vessel, yes. right? Like, think of it as a genie, like a lamp. If you want genie to go well, somewhere, you don't have to throw the lamp. Well, that's the thing is, I don't. Have we explored her being out with you yet? Yeah, that she's been like sitting next to me and stuff like that. I didn't realize that she like is attached to the pen. I mean, it makes sense if like you're saying that as a DM. I don't really care, but that's not how I imagined it. The way that I've outsider looking in, because I don't know what you guys discussed, I kind of always thought she was like trapped in the pen. Because she's like a really powerful, like she would just go, well, go do other stuff if she so could. What Dwayne and I sort of, he found this pen, and then like the connection took hold to him at that time. So I, I guess if we discuss kind of the pen, is the pen now just like the thing that holds like you keep it because that's what had her because I think if you lost the pen honestly she would not go away now the pen just has some benefits for you well I can I can make the pen again because she's my patron yes. she's the one who gifts me the pen so if it gets destroyed I can just make another one so to me it's her avatar I, I'm seeing that at her will it, like the pen is just a the genie lamp situation. So I'll say she can go a certain no, radius if you're telling me I'll toss the pen down there it's fine I'll do it but are we saying that as she as she exists somewhere outside of the pin, and she gave you the pin as like a totem. Well, that will come up later, but we kind of. Yeah. Well, so I got the pin. That's how I met Eshi. But Eshi, as my patron, grants me the pin. Is 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 it feasible to say? Because I'm just spitballing here. Just a little world building talk with the world builders. Uh, is it possible that she's so powerful? that while her will is doing other things elsewhere, she can have a manifestation of herself inside of the pen. I think that's that I what mean, she's doing. In, in Yeah, she can, for sure. But she also doesn't know her own power because she doesn't have all of her right. memories. So a piece of her is almost disconnected from the whole. Yes. Yes, exactly. And I have the small piece of her, essentially. And it, is that piece restricted to that pen? Is that is that is that no? So that but that piece no. Think of it like a fiend patron. It's kind of how he like does whatever he wants. Really, that piece is anchored. Yes, to the pin, not bound. Well, in, uh, to that device. So if the pin gets destroyed, then like he said, he can create another one, and it's just kind of this thing. Right, but, but attachment. She's more anchored to me, well, rather. So the the, the pin is destroyed. It's gone. Yes, I can't talk to Ashi right now, but I can make a new pin and talk to her again. That's not the way it reads in the book. It um, essentially it reads like your patron grants you another vessel after an hour of uh, magical work. It kind of just benefits you to be able to use that item, like for example, the pen to disappear into. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it's a place to like have uh, rest or whatever, and like later you can get your whole team in there and stuff like that. Um, so here's what we'll do. So. I think she can go. Let's say uh, up to a hundred feet of you. 
Cool, 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 cool. And so she can go down and see and report back um, what she sees initially, essentially. And that's that's that. Perfect. Uh, roll, uh, I'll have her roll so a... I don't know if we put any... Her stats could be your stats as far as Perfect. investigation. So roll an uh, investigation check for me. Oh, an investigation check? Oh, shit. Um, uh, well, I'll just take whatever roll. I mean, it's a four then. Because I've rolled a five minus one. Uh, okay, so what she comes back to report is just that the the bottom of the uh, the bed of this lake, and she's going to tell you it's probably about ten feet deep. So it's really she really going to have to go that far. Um, it's very it's fucking shallow. All right, yeah, murky. It's very murky uh, and black. So where it should be clean and clear because they're dumping fresh water in all the time, it's just very murky and and black at the bottom. All right, it's real gross, hard to see, very dark, nasty ass water. Did didn't really get to. Go ahead. Oh, what the fuck? Is there a source of the of the corruption? Not that she was able to ascertain. That being said, I'm a real fucking idiot. Um, I have fucking shape water. Uh, I'm gonna go over to the edge of this and start casting shape water to make this water uh, its opacity be um, translucent so we can start seeing what's the different sections I can do five foot oh, okay. five foot cube at a time okay um, for expediency's sake roll a d20 for me 19. Okay, it takes you 19 minutes to walk, as you walk around and do this, 19 minutes later. Um, so, Shape Water, is that a can- like how- is that a cantrip? It's a cantrip. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah it takes you, so it takes you about 19, 20 minutes to find, and it, you end up realizing it's on the other side of the lake. There's a spot about five feet down where there is a large metal, like a galvanized pipe that's coming in. And you see mm-hmm. every few minutes, there's like brown, which is essentially feces, is coming into. Hey, remember when I told you Boris is pumping shit up into this lake and you both kind of laughed? I found his shit pipe. Oh. How can that even be his shit pipe? It's. Um, <laughs> hey, Miss B. You see how I'm making this water clear with magic? Probably just using magic to pump shit uphill. Uh, this is so much compared to how many houses I feel like he's told us he has with plumbing. It's called infrastructure. <laughs> it's called fiber. Uh, I have a um, idea. Why don't we plug up this pipe and see where it backs up. Plumbing 101. <laughs> yeah, go right ahead, boss. Hey, where did Devin get the the <laughs> inspiration for this? Well, what happened to him recently? <laughs> um, okay, so let's brainstorm. How are we going to get the <laughs> No, 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 How? just dive on in. Plug it up with something. Sean says, I, I don't even think about it. Back, I ain't up. getting in there. What are we going to plug it up with? That's what you got. That's what. What's how big is the pipe? I would, I would like to look around for a giant rock. I don't know. <laughs> how oh, big I know is there's the pipe? one giant rock. Hey, yeah. How big is the pipe? How big yeah, is the pipe? Is it five foot? Is it twenty foot? Circumference it... of that pipe, buddy. It's uh, circumference uh, five feet. William, when he sees this, he goes, "It's about five feet." Around. Looks very carefully at the gnome. The gnome <laughs> already said, "You better, you better be looking somewhere else." Yeah, you're right. You're probably too small. But what can we use to plug up this pipe? That's a good point. Hmm. If only my wife were here to take a shower. You could plug it in. Without a fucking... You yeah, have head. enough hair. I could, yeah. I could freeze it, but it wouldn't last long. Name your sex tape. If you can freeze it... For an hour. Well, here's what we could. Well, here's what I'm thinking. If we gathered wood, we could align it into like 
a rough gate shape and then you could freeze it. Mm-hmm. What is it made out of? Galvanized uh, steel. Yeah. Um. Yes, I could fire bolt it and melt it. Well, it's, it's in. It's underwater. It in. He can move the water with shape water. So maybe. he's gonna. He's gonna move the water away so that you can hit it with fire so that we could like that seems a little fucky. <laughs> Can't we just like throw just like a bunch of wood in there? Yeah, if you wanna go get chopping, my my friend. I mean, I'm okay with that. I don't I don't mind hard work. I'm just saying, like what if we uh, see if we could maybe determine the direction of this pipe and follow it that way? Well, here's the, here's the thing. It only has to last long enough for it to like back up for us to know where the issue is and like who's behind it because they'll be literally covered in shit. Um, so if you can freeze it just long enough for that to happen. Then... So I can freeze it for an hour and we could wait here and I can just keep refreezing it yeah, until it I mean, backs th- up. I think that's the that's the play. I feel like we would be here a while though because it's gotta like back up real good though. What's the rate? Is this like like gushing or is it just like a little? About half of that circumference. Every I'd say five or ten minutes has some coming out. Oh yeah, we're gonna be here for a few hours. Hmm. We need something solid to back this thing up. Um, what can see. we see around us? You really just got a lot of rocks. There's not even a ton of trees at this at the top. I mean, you could travel down probably you know 15 minutes or so and find a sparse amount of trees. Really, you just got stone, broken stone. But like, how much stone are these? Like bigger stones? Yes. Oh, perfect. Okay, I I'm a fool. I have a plan. You see these big ass stones? They're really heavy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I say we get about 500 pounds worth of them and clog this bitch up. A, t- a tensor's disc worth of them? <laughs> You've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can totally do that. Um, yeah. So, so I, I'll, I'll, I begin working on uh, casting my floating disc. So you just cast the disc and then we'll load it up with rocks and you just break concentration after you float the disc over the pipe. Yeah, I can. I can actually just float it like pretty much right in there. Oh, perfect. Yeah, let's. We do that. Okay, yes. five hundred pounds would definitely be enough to, to cover up, um, at least cover up the front of this thing. And so, as you look at it, you see that there's still a little bit that wants to squeeze out the sides, just a hair. Um, Beardia, and maybe just you said you have firebolt. Yes. Maybe, like, seal that up with some heat? Sure thing. Um, what do you, you do want you me to remove do, Devin? the water first? Or she's gonna yeah, man, I'm gonna move the water. Yeah, I'm gonna move the water. Make it easy. I haven't done enough heavy lifting this, with this weird kit of magical spells that I have. Um. Okay. So you use firebolts on it? Yes. Okay. I'll give you that. So you, you see that it is sort of hardens even some of that poop <laughs> that was coming around the edges to almost seal it like its own glue. Shit, shit Adobe. And, um, you check on it, and after uh, an ample amount shit. of time passes, you don't see it coming out anymore. Great. We've clogged uh, this up. Sean, good work. Yeah, thanks hey, De- for doing my best. Hey, Devin. Uh-huh. I have a few ways to do this, I think, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, but my, but I'll tell you that my, my, Mongol objected. I would like to purify the water of this lake and return it to like a pristine state uh, using magical powers. Um, what I'll tell you is that it will. Well, you're not sure. Yeah, I, get, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out because I don't want to give you the answer. I mean, this isn't really a puzzle, honestly, but I could, uh, but I don't want you to get stuck yeah. here. Because the the thing is, this will, depending on how you guys do this next part, will take care of that. You know, depending on if you find the sources, like once it stops, it'll filter out eventually. Like, 
you know, Sean can come back up here and, and actually get it out, but as long yeah, as it's filtering in. But like what I'm saying is in, in order to save Sean that effort or whatever comes next, I would just like to magically purify the lake. And I have a few ways to do that. So Okay, let's do it then. Try so on. like, so I, I could either do like a purify food and drink situation. Hmm. That could take uh, a while though, right? That could take a while. Uh, or what I'm thinking is this is a little creative. Um, I can use ceremony, everyone's favorite spell, uh, and I can turn I, I can turn water into holy water. So okay. So what I, I, level I, spells do you have right now? Uh, I think a third level spells do I have access to? I'm not sure, honestly. Let me look. Definitely second. Yes, yeah, second level spells. How many slots do you have for that? Uh, I have four level one slots and uh, two level two slots, but I've already used one. Okay. So what do you see? If you use ceremony, what does that look like for you? Well, ceremony is a ritual. So it's like um, I would I would have to like get components. I would have to like do a large prayer and like, you know, get everything just right and then actually bless this water. And so timetable wise, how long does that take? an hour oh okay yeah okay that's fine so i think you do that and you so are you trying to create like all at once this or like is there a small amount that will clean out you know like you know if you drop was it oil and water once it spread so it's it's basically um i i think it is a, a prayer it is this communion with nova and i'm just asking her to use her light to uh cleanse and purify this water and remove any sort of darkness from it and whatever she does, she does. I think uh, as as you guys begin to set up camp, it begins to rain a little bit. Um, and you so you set up a place. There's a place maybe you go and you're standing under these rocks. You don't have to put up a tent or anything. You've got some natural uh, cover there. And you begin your, your ceremony and you're you're being rained on as you sit out next to this lake. Uh, how do you, are you kneeling or, you know, face hands down, face on the ground? Or how? what's your kind of your posture for that? Yeah, I think that... Um it's it's i'm kind of hunched over because because so much of his his ritual involves light and flame so i think he's like got this rocky alcove where he's kind of sheltered in from the rain and he's lighting these candles and he's he's kind of building up this this altar Uh, as you do that so the clouds are rolling in and and you begin to hear thunder things coming in a little heavier and heavier but you're still everyone else is still uh, i guess you guys are under the rocks you're still trying to get out of the rain miss b william oh 100% 100% under rocks. I got my fucking servant working on the fire, cooking us up some food. I think Miss B would be right on the edge of like where the shelter is versus where the rain is. Just watching everything out there. Uh, and, and Sean says, well, I ain't seen a rain like this and well, it's been a few weeks now. What do you say Lucian as you do this prayer? Kind of what's, what's the wrap up? this ceremony it's just uh, I humbly request this of you as your servant Nova uh, please grant us your life and a lightning bolt shoots down striking the water erupting a lot of it in the air steam filling the air who's Um, steam and it doesn't clear immediately this lake doesn't uh, and it doesn't even clear that night. And so um, uh, you guys go to bed and you take your watches. But I think as you get up the next morning, particularly uh, whatever whatever watch you would normally take, um, morning hits and the sun reflects off of this lake. And you happen to look over and see that as clear as day, you can see to the bottom. And the pipes are still holding up currently. Sean says... Well, I, I guess we better get on to getting while we get some uh, pretty weather uh, on top of us here. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I put you out of work, Sean. Oh, it was always temporary, anyways. I, I imagine. Just back to the old life, you know. And, and I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. I'm a simple guy. Your wife and kids <laughs> that are definitely alive. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> Uh, you, you make you make the couple days back down, uh, down the mountain, down the hill, back into the wooded area you came through before. 
you don't seem to be stopped as you come back through uh, by the captain and his brother and sister by any means. But as you exit the forest back over that land bridge, you see waiting at the end is a large brown bear and two wolves. And it's almost like you hear the brown bear say, Get him. And that's where we're in the episode. Ah, bears! Oh my. Is that a large wolf? If a bear shits in the woods, do you smell it? Oh, shoot. (laughs) I don't know, man. I figure if you just, you know, if you can't smell, well, I guess it doesn't matter anyway. Fuck, he's right. Just presentation that smell away. That's, that's, Everybody that's what knows who you're listening to. That was officially episode nine that we just recorded. So I uh, appreciate you being on the journey. Uh, trying to move this thing along. I don't know how I'm doing as a DM. Don't care. Uh, players, you guys having fun? Yes. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a good we're time. Having a, we're having a great time, Dad. Thanks, son. And speaking of um, doing good things, Chainsaw, take us away. Hey everybody, uh, it's me, your boy, Shainsaw, here to talk to you about this charity for this month that does exist and is... Girls Who Code. Hmm? Girls Who Code. Are we, I thought we were in a new month. Nope, this is the March 22nd, should be, episode. Hey man. Girls Who Code. They don't smell like poop one. <laughs> but you can if you want. We're not saying you can't. But can. you can if you want to, but you, they, mostly they don't. Um, and they're very cool and important. And you should help them out and go give them some money. Uh, like this. Like this. What's that roll? Let me see that. <laughs> it's it's an 18. 18. Bro, they have been, Woo-hoo. they've gotten the best rolls <laughs> of just about any charity we've donated to. I think. No, no, I make my rolls up, guys. I make my rolls up. I just think I'm so cool. <laughs> That's a dig at somebody who left a review. We don't know who you are, but thank you. I've never fucking you heard us all. Steven Gritton. I'm just like, <laughs> I did like a reverse IP. I, I tr- tracked this guy down. <laughs> Anyway, that was the role for humanity. Cool. Uh, yeah, so we'll be donating that. And then so we'll, we should be doing them for one more month. And then we'll be moving on to uh, another source that we will donate to. And we often let our patrons do that. So if you're not a patron yet, feel free to do that. Jump in. You can get your um, get your vote in for who we should give our money to. But I got one. Yeah. Just go to uh, patreon.lawfulstupid.org and <laughs> you'll be able to cast your votes in. It'll be great. Hey, if you want to support the show in more ways than just listening, you can go on over to store.lawfulstupid.org and you can get yourself some merch. You can get stickers. You can get shirts. Uh, you can get a mask. If you don't want to hide your mustacheless face, or if you do want to hide your mustacheless face, mm-hmm. um, you can get shirts of all the logos. Uh, and probably by the time you hear this, even the campaign three logo. So like, gonna be noise noise all right well if that was it then i have uh the opportunity to leave you one with this if you're gonna talk about us on twitter or instagram right use the hashtag stupidcast by doing so you enter yourself into an opportunity to have shainsaw sing a song with with whatever your handle is he'll rhyme it and that that's a promise i'll do it He'll keep. That's, that's uh, a my story today. The good news story no, is. Hey, hey, Devin. Yeah. You want me to read some reviews? We have reviews. We have reviews. Shoot from the hip, partner. Uh, yeah. Okay. So this one says, uh, "This is from user Fergie K52," which is a good name. Uh, a grand old time. Five stars. This podcast walks the tightrope between serious storytelling and fun, silly humor expertly with friendly banter that happens organically between a good group of buds who all seem to have a knack for telling a tale and creating characters who are engaging and you can't help but root for. 
uh, Lawful Stupid is a podcast that I get excited for the release of every episode. It makes the Mondays just a bit more bearable. Thanks, Fergie. Yeah, that's good. Uh, we've got from Yankee Texan says five stars creative and funny one of the best group of people to play the game they keep it natural and don't try too hard to be over top they just have a lot of fun and are a tremendous joy to listen to thanks Yankee Texan we have uh, another we have we have a few more um, very good much funny five stars coming from the hunter 899. Uh, I am only a few episodes in while writing this, episode 15. However, it is funny slash interesting enough to have me listen to all of the early episodes and completely ignore all of the early stage sound quality. Mm. Six out of five stars. Mm. I'm glad to see episodes are oh. still coming out to this day. Yeah, we've been doing this for a while, so it always I, I always think it's funny when we get somebody who starts from like episode one. It's like, oh, we've been doing this for like three years. Good luck, dude. A while. You can binge it in about a month if you really want to. I think. You gotta go hard in the paint, man. <laughs> and if you wait till episode twenty-one, we have good audio. Then we call that ginging it because he's our audio guy, and it sounds Ging real it. good after that. It's ging it right up. Um, we have from Aaron Primus Prius, uh, awesome pod that definitely won't leave you behind five stars hello folks my name is aaron and i've been listening to lawful stupid for all of campaign two eventually i will get to see one i promise anyway the cast is dollar sign amazing they keep things fun and lighthearted while still delivering interesting and deep characters uh sean that's me uh does a wonderful job as a dm even if he struggles for names of random npcs or the dm and cannot go wrong with this podcast if you enjoy laughs, occasional ridiculous moments, and of course, dragons and gold. Don't forget the gold. Uh, we have uh, our no, final review. This is the last one I have. Uh, it says, amazing, uh, amazing, uh, five stars. Fun characters and players all around with amazing and funny banter. If you can imagine the events that happen in a podcast named Lawful Stupid, it will happen and will make you laugh. Uh, their banter at the end really derails some moments, and it is amazing. Oh, see, all in all, okay. ah, I fucked you up there. Yeah, I did a little dramatic pause. All in all, really nice people and amazing stories. Uh, so that came from. He's one of our $50 patrons as well, and uh, but he's, he can't be in here because we're just a little late, a little late on the East Coast. So uh, we do we do love our $50 patrons because one, I mean, you guys make it possible for us to do a lot of stuff outside of this recording and you support us in a big way, but you also get to hang out with us live. We have several that are with us right now and we love having them in here. Uh, that's Afar, Sean Tiffany, and Nakava. I hope I said that right. Uh, anyway, so you my good news story. Ikea yep. buys 11,000 acres of U.S. forest to keep it from being developed. That's pretty good. Yeah, but what they don't tell you, when they say developed, they mean like developed into like a housing or something like that. But what they don't tell you is that all of that woods that they're doing, it's going to be turned into Ikea forest mm, or uh, furniture. spirit of the deep wood is restless. For too long, trees have been taken. For too long, their children cut down. The spirit of the forest had an idea. Vent. Eye for eye. Sapling for child. An accord, an accord was struck twixt the U.S. government... <laughs> And, and, and the people and, of Ikea. And the, and, the, and, the, no. and the Lord of the Forest. <clears throat> Fuck you, dude. I was so good. <clears throat> An arrangement was struck between the United States government and the Lord of the Forest. We needed an intermediate. Someone who was known for their neutrality. The Swedish. <laughs> we need... We needed Ikea. You mean the meatball guys? <laughs> we, need, we needed Ikea. So Ikea uh, did work as an intermediary to uh, kind of 
go through the peace talks with the United States government. Um, a an accord was struck. We settled on uh, a certain acreage of trees that cannot be touched, will never be touched. They are preserved forever. Uh, and if ever a leaf should be harmed uh, uh, from one of those trees by a child of man, uh, it will bring about the end of days. Long so, story short, people. if you. It's important to know that the Lord of the Forest is also the Stag Lord, so if that kid would have never dropped his fucking thing in the canal, the Stag Lord wouldn't be here. We'd yeah. be fine. A, a, a lot of my uh, alternate endings for these stories will be involving some sort of ancient forest deity uh, that is a skeleton head with uh, with antlers. That is uh, is primarily what I'm going for here. So, Also, if you plant your child in this forest, a tree grows. Yeah, and if and if you and if you put a seed in the ground in in your wife, (laughs) baby grows. It's science. A sapling will grow. You'll get a tree. Avon, you got Uh, any words of wisdom? You get camellias. I'm just wondering, what about a child of woman instead of a child of man? Would they be okay? Oh, they'd be better. (laughs) No, yeah, yeah, yeah. If a a child woman harms, stag lord included, gonna mess with the wrath of a woman. If a if a, a child of woman uh, harms a single leaf on any of the trees in the project, protected IKEA zone, uh, the tree just says thank you, ma'am, and asks for another. The tree says, "Ooh yes, ooh yes, my bark, it's so rippled for you." Uh, we love your you. What if question brought to you by Avon today? That will be my bet. Thank you very much. Perfect, <laughs> wonderful, I love it. Ding. She clocks out. (laughs) 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 But seriously, we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you very much. Bye. Bye.